When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. You guys ready? You. Yeah, let's hit that yeah. motherfucking let's record go. button. Should I, should oh, I be able to hear myself? Smash that fucking, fucking like. Yeah, it's recording, dude. Record. It's recording. We're doing no. this. We yo, doing yo, this. we're back. We're back in, in New Jersey with uh, the other half of the Jersey Ghouls. We're doing horror movie night. We're talking Nocturna. We're ready here with Marissa. We got Brian. We got Matt. We got me. My name is Scott. Let's fucking talk about disco, eh? Hey, forget about and, it. <laughs> Scott, the way that you introduced that, I am shocked you weren't like, there's Matt over there on the ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> like you were. That I've was... only been in Jersey six times in my life, all right? And I only know how to say pizza in Jersey. Pizza! pizza. All right, we're so, keeping that alive no, this episode, my friend. Know how to say pizza. So we are Should back with another myself? episode from Monster Mania. We're joined by Marissa of the Jersey Girls <laughs> and Maison Screen. Uh, I'll give you a second to talk Maison about... Maison Scream! Scream. Yes, I'll all give those you a things. second to talk about that real quick, <gasps> and then I'll read the email sent into us by Luke on why he picked this movie. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, no, check us out at jerseyghouls.com or at mesonscreen.com. I am definitely into taking on horror from like a more academic feminist, you know, same <laughs> perspective. And I am so stoked to be here with you boys because I absolutely adore all of you. So, and we had a baller weekend together. We it was amazing. So did. We got to have our tables together. Mm-hmm. We got to break bread. Mm-hmm. We got to open a Red Bull with yeah. Brian. We got to drink some beers. Mm-hmm. Eat some pizza. We ate some pizza. I shook a hand. <laughs> <laughs> we covered that in the last week's episode. Hey, if you guys haven't forgot, if you I guys have forgotten since you. last weekend, Brian's a complete cuck who, <laughs> who walked up behind Danielle Harris and shook her hand and walked away. And he was like, oh, that was amazing. <laughs> All right. So we got an email from a listener named Luke. 
And uh, God bless you, Luke, because you sent us five paragraphs to explain Read why you Read the whole goddamn thing because it sold us on this film. So he goes, he says, it's been over a year since I made my first recommendation to you. Slow and, down. And then in parentheses. Oh, wait, wait, do we know what his first recommendation and He told us. Oh. In his parentheses, he wrote elves. Oh, uh, so good. Luke is a masochist. <laughs> <laughs> and or I is think, he a sadist? And I think that one turned out pretty well. So once again, I feel inspired to write to you with a new suggestion. Back in the day, when video stores were going out of business, I used to buy their VHS collections, and I had a huge library of rare films, most of which I regrettably sold to finance grad school. One that I kept for its extreme rarity and still cherish for its quality is Nocturna from 1979. Like Elves, I wanted to suggest it for a while, but only recently realized that it was available on VHS PS. With the pedigree of the film... I was shocked that it doesn't have a larger fan base. In fact, I thought of this film when you guys reviewed American Gothic, since both the star, uh, since they both star Yvonne DiCarlo. Additionally, Nocturna, a Transylvanian daughter of Dracula, is oddly played by a Vietnamese belly dancer. Finally, Brother Theroy plays a werewolf who likes to spy while she's taking steamy oil baths. Donna Sumber contributed to the soundtrack, which actually eclipsed the movie and is still sampled by DJs today. The film starts with a simple premise, I believe, that should have inspired more films. The daughter of Dracula decides she no longer wants to be the princess of night. Instead, she aspires to be a disco dancer. The film is worth it for the opening shot alone, which will forever transform your idea of how vampire women travel through castle halls. You've done several hard rock and heavy metal films so far, but maybe it's time that you try your wit on some disco. I'm going to start this off with a hot take. This movie was better. This movie was more endearing. And this movie hit the mark way more than Rockula. Suck a fart, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I fucking loved it. So there's that. I... You had me at disco, but I don't know if I'd say it has a pedigree. Like, I think that's strong, Luke. Yeah, I, I watching it, I was like, mm, I'm not sure exactly what he means. It's great because it is like a, it's like a Mel Brooks movie, but all the jokes that don't work in a Mel Brooks movie are just this movie. Like, those misses, <laughs> those few scenes in a Mel Brooks movie where you're like, oh, that didn't land, is this movie. I don't. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, Theo is the best villain of all time to me now. Like, I, he, there were so many things I loved about him, including his comment that women should just be barefoot, pregnant, and under the table. See, that was that was sexist. that was. I mean, I wrote that down. Because... Oh, wait, hot was, take from Brian. That was, that was hot take from me, that was sexist. But what was great? Why do I sound like a radio personality now? Um, hey, WN was the, the the one line that even though it was in a German accent. I heard it in Rodney Dangerfield's voice. Oh, I hope it's like, the same line I wrote. Uh, I, get, I get turned on too easily. When I go to the countryside, they gotta cut bras on cows. <laughs> Just... <laughs> uh, I had the line, if I'm dead, why do I have to wee-wee? Yeah. <laughs> like, I I that, oh, man. <laughs> this movie has so many, like... So, this movie tried to be very funny. And I feel like it failed a lot. Yes. Is what? this movie's first five minutes the actual plot to the kids' series Hotel Transylvania? Because it kind of felt like it was. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Marissa has children. She can yeah, clarify for us. Yeah, actually, it's, it is. I actually wrote that down <laughs> in my notes because 
there is a Hotel Transylvania and they dance all the time. So I think they really should have, like, they stole this movie, basically, for this fucking... <laughs> fuck you, Adam Sandler. What do you think about the... Uh, what do you think about the dancing in Hotel Transylvania versus the dancing in Nocturna? I tell you what, I had to lock the doors and get a little dirty. Well, I'm just kidding. Um, I love, I love this movie. I really did. I loved, dude. Where else do you get a like a vampire pimp? That's, See that whole yo, scene, that was, vampire pimp scene, stereotypes okay, yeah. through the roof. Like it was <laughs> the max stereotype. It's like let's let's hear the Italian vampires. Like so, I work with the mob, and they're gonna start to notice that these are my fangs and not toothpicks. And it's like, what about the black pimp? And he's like, stereo, daddy. And I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, uncomfortably so. But I loved it. I don't know why. I know I shouldn't, but I really started out like I think my first note is why do you hate me, Matt Kelly? When I first like that first five minutes, but then I oh, fell in love. I I my first note is what the fuck is this? Like the glare, like the glowing eye, and like man, what a movie! And I it's a about an eighty minute movie. I watched it in about seventy minutes because there's about fifteen minutes of music where I was like, I don't need this. This isn't pushing the plot along anyway. Yeah. It's just people dancing. I'm waiting for Marissa to point out what makes this movie so great. Because we talked about it at the table. Oh. <laughs> and it's what she sold her husband on. Oh, yeah. The, by far, my favorite thing about this movie is literally the bat transformation scenes. Bat oh, my God. The bat transformation scenes are so phoned They're in. They're so I love amazing. They the Halloween educational movies you watched in oh, elementary school. Oh, man. <laughs> I wasn't feeling it until Brian said that. Now I'm feeling it. Yeah, no, that I I think we all probably made notes about that because holy shit. <laughs> no effort. No effort whatsoever. And then the part where he finally kidnaps her and she's literally just in like a bag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he finally kidnaps her. Yeah, this do you movie mean, is a mess. Do you mean the last five minutes of this movie where they're like, oh shit, we have a plot that we have to start. And he got randomly introspective. It is the like the 30 seconds of like introspective in this movie is that speech that he's doing as he's holding the knife over him and he's like the only thing for certain is death like straight Macbeth shit <laughs> well, I mean I there's also that same note, but yeah. there's also lines like the the German werewolf that's like will she he's never awful. molest me holy yeah. shit will she ever molest me <laughs> Uh, I also wrote down, I think I was just making fun of the way she pronounced this word, but I wrote, in the refrigerator, <laughs> which I think is how she tries to say refrigerator. You know uh, who I, I think you're right. <laughs> so I read up on this movie, mm -hmm. and I, I feel for this woman, because she wrote, produced, and starred. Yeah, this was a passion project for her. And one oh, wait. Movie. The the woman who's actually Nocturna? Nocturna. Yeah. The she did belly this dancer? in a movie called Hoodlums, and they both were such flops that she just left the industry. Like, walked away. Gave up on everything. Wow. Yeah. Aww. That's a hot it's a, shot. It's a, vicious, it's a vicious world. Yeah. Now she's doing belly dances under the bridge for a nickel. <laughs> Dude, she's 60 by now. Easily. That's why they're nickel. That there's not 60-year-old belly dancers? It's easier to make it an illusion when it's just like Michael it's an illusion Michael <laughs> <laughs> oh man so what else about this movie uh, I, I have so many notes but I feel like they're so lukewarm because this it, movie is just so lukewarm it's so middle of the road I did have a note that said have I been single for a decade because I don't have a cassette player because he has that sweet pickup line where he's like we got a single it's on cassette Want to come to my room? <laughs> I got a cassette player. It's so funny it because nineteen nine or nineteen seventy nine. It doesn't sound like that's when they would have 
cassettes, it would still be eight track, right? Um, late seventies, probably it would be cassette tapes at that point. I feel like eight tracks were mid seventies. Okay, fair, fair enough. But based on is... my knowledge of that seventy show, which is what I use for all of my historic seventies yeah. information, <laughs> Matt's sitting in college. Well, on episode seven, season three. <laughs> <laughs> The weirdest thing about this, uh, my notes for this, is I don't even remember what's going on. Um, so there's one song where she go, where the the Donna Summers line is, "Love is just a heartbeat away," which I do kind of dig that song, and I understand yeah. why people are like sampling, sampling. it, and that's mm-hmm. cool. But then, um, th- then uh, who's the old vampire, Caradine? Yeah, Caradine? yeah, yeah. Um, if I was, if I am alive, why am I here? But on the other hand, if I am dead, why do I have to wee wee? We 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 discussed. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck! I just wanted to say the whole thing. I wasn't paying complete attention to the. Uh, at some other time, someone says I was hung like a walrus. Yes. Yes. I have that written down. So I don't know about that. And then, um, <laughs> is she never going to molest me? Yep, got yep, that one yeah. in there too. <laughs> um, also, side Matt note: is just burning through the. See, the, the thing is. You are bringing up great points of this movie, mm-hmm. and Matt is just burning through this. So all this movie is is weird quotes, yeah, and disco songs. So I do want to clarify because uh, Luke got something wrong in his email, and now we're quoting it incorrectly. It isn't Donna Summer; it's Gloria Gaynor who did the "I Will Survive" song. Ah. Uh, she said she only agreed to do the song out of courtesy of her manager, whom she later married. In a 2008 interview, she said that the title of the song, Love is Just a Heartbeat Away, is not only corny, but the lyrics are dreadful, and the arrangement was already dated in 1979. Damn. So that is some shit. Yeah. And now you're the fucking queen Simmer, of disco? Yeah, Simadonna. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been Donna Summer. <laughs> what a great reference. <laughs> That's pulling out of the vault, my friends. Oh, so, welcome. back to the quotes from this movie. 90 pounds of quivering flesh. Most of these quotes are from the werewolf um, helper. So, Butler, can Butler? I talk about Rapist. my favorite quote from no. the vampire pimp? No. Oh. We're not there yet. Uh, I am too easily aroused. That's... We did. And then fucking... Uh, um, what's the guy? did name? you fall asleep when we started recording this episode? Wait, seriously? Did I miss all these? Yeah. Hey, so you should probably edit this episode pretty heavily. No, I think it's got to stay. Did you guys point out that Prince Adam, as in the guy that becomes uh, He-Man when he raises his sword to the sky and says, I have the power, when they do their first dance together, that's that's the male protagonist. He looks like Prince Adam yeah. without the muscles. Oh, yeah. He says, I love you. Yeah, yeah that happens. Yeah. I'm just trying to redeem myself for No, 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 but that's right. That definitely was a thing that happened where I was like, ooh, that's a bad move. The bl- <laughs> are, are we talking about Bloodsuckers of America now? Uh, yeah, the BSA. The BSA. <laughs> oh, my God. Bullshit artists. The BSA. Uh, but she finds herself alone with the pimp, and he goes, I was uh, hoping you and I could get it on, <laughs> which, is yeah. like, which is the most. He is so offensive. Holy yeah. shit. He did not age well. No. No. I don't think he aged well in 79 either, honestly, but... Well, because he also got... He's like, Helga, my Nordic goddess, Lulu, my African queen, and Ying Yang, my Chinese flower. Yeah. Which is... Ex- I wrote it down phonetically. This is not me being a fucking prick. Like, yeah. that's exactly how this pimp character does it. It's so... It made me so uncomfortable. Like, I've watched some uncomfortable shit for this show, but this is, like, 
just so cultural, culturally inappropriate. Yeah, no, it's rough. Yeah, and it's like this sounds like it is written by a white, like a slave owner, white man. <laughs> yeah. and it's written by Nocturna. That <laughs> oh. blows my mind. Well, here's the weird thing about that is that um, I feel like so she's Filipino. Is that? She's something. She's something for sure. Yeah, I can't remember speaking of cultural appropriation. But but I feel like she may be super racist for the time because she had no, like, concept of black America. Maybe. Or maybe she's like, listen, I am struggling. Let's just appease these racist-ass white people and give them what they want. And just wrote it how a I doubt that's what happened. I really You're giving her a lot of credit in that writing room. I'm trying to help her. So, um, all these dance scenes White make me super sad. <laughs> are are we? Welcome. Have I fucking fallen into like some warped alternate yes. reality where you're all sitting around like arguing about cultural appropriation and like you know? And I'm like, this have movie you fucking not rocks. To the last like, hour or the last year like, of our podcast. Yeah, listen, like, the last fifty episodes of horror movie night have been trying to redeem us from the first two years. All right, <laughs> like seriously. But um, and I say some offensive shit, and then. Then you then you text to... us yeah, and you're yeah, like, I like it, you guys. Okay. You either try to apologize for it, or you you are like me, where the two of us will message Matt and be like, "Hey, can you edit that out, yeah. please?" Because Matt won't edit us anymore because he's like, "Our our um like our, our chemistry is fantastic, except for the point when I say something that I'm embarrassed by." So, there's that. but um, well, it's because we're trying to be better. We're I trying like to be it. Better yeah. person, learning. Be like better people. You. But um. So, these disco scenes make me super sad that we never got an OG Dazzler movie. Did you ever, guys ever wa- oh, read the, the Dazzler? Dazzler. Oh, I am a, I am the straightest man who is obsessed with, ah, <laughs> with 1979 Dazzler comic books because I have tons of them. And maybe it's 1980, but like... I have so many Dazzler comic books where she's wearing this one piece and she's wearing these fucking, you know what disco balls look like with the squares of glass in them? She's wearing roller skates that look like a disco ball. And so Dazzler's power is she can turn sound into light. Hard light. So she can smash people with like a power beam because she's listening to a pop song. And oh my god. I love Dazzler. The fact that Dazzler has not been taken back by MCU is fucked up. Like, I think the Dazzler... We got we got Claw in the Black Panther movies. Claw is her number one nemesis. He Because he makes sound with his fake hand, and she makes sound into light, hard light, so she can fight him. Um, we never got a Dazzler movie. We never got Dazzler in any of the singer X-Men movies. I feel like when they bring X-Men into the DC, uh, the MCU, they need to bring Dazzler in. They need to bring Longshot in because then they can have a baby together. I think they go to Mojo World and they have a baby. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure. Um, but that's what this movie could have been was Dazzler. And I'm so sad because Dazzler is such a great gay icon seriously like i my best friend in college was a lesbian who was like you like dazzler are you sure you like women <laughs> because yeah. i was like i i do love dazzler and i love women and that's what we bonded about dazzling women <laughs> so um i i, I don't know uh, oh oh the vampire smoking weed part where you get so high that you become a bat yeah no a I, I, I had a bat. note about so that. that you are 
chalking up a person becoming a bat to weed. Yeah. Yeah. He, I've never I've it. smoked enough weed that I would probably remember an experience like that. Well, here's the thing. When you smoke weed, at least for someone who's anxious, normal shit freaks you out. Yeah. So weird shit freaks you out even more. It's terrible. Like, it's when the that worst. The cop is following me for 4 miles and dressed as a minivan. And then I just realized, oh, I'm on a major road, and this minivan is just going in the same direction I am, <laughs> and I can sit up straight. And that That's what weed does. This is why Brian became uh, straight edge and why he got out of his cycle of addiction was basically because he didn't want to feel paranoid about driving on the street anymore. Yeah, but it doesn't Listen, work. I've been sober my, my entire hurts. life. I'm paranoid on yeah. the road every yeah. time I see a cop car. I'm like, I must have done something. My Why else would they listen, be behind am, me right I now? I am not straight edge. I partake in a cocktail once or twice and, and have in my lifetime. And I, anytime you see a cop, even if you are obeying all speed laws, you're like, oh, God. This is it. This is when it happens. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to jail. I, every time. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just time. you, Matt. I'm just telling you. It's not just yeah. you. I also listen to a lot of rap music and get freaked <laughs> out by the the police sirens in rap songs, thinking that I'm about to be pulled over. Is it like the real ones, or you're getting like? I know out the Fuji. No, no, that's the sound of the police. <laughs> no, is that what they sound like? <laughs> I know the Fujis <laughs> and NWA are the two that trick me every time. Yeah, straight out of Compton. Good yeah. tune. Hmm. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers? Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. All right, so is any other notes on Nocturna? I loved it. Are you fucking candy crushing right now, Matt Kelly? I might be. Oh, my wow. God. I'm not even... I'm fucking go home. Wow. <laughs> wow. All the way from Jersey. Seriously, <laughs> they drove 20 minutes, minutes fucking for this. I could be in fucking bed right now, Matt with, Kelly. Yes, like, with your husband and children. And like, I left my children motherless for this. How could you criticize? You motherfucker. support us. And don't you cut that out, motherfucker. You do not care about feminism. No. Holy shit. It's because I'm a woman, isn't it? Wow. I think this is going to sound insane. There was a split second I thought that I was just at home recording over Skype where I'm always playing Candy Crush. I'm just Crush. glad it was playing Candy Crush and he didn't just like unzip his pants and just like start sitting in his boxer. Oh, says the guy who fucking pissed in a bottle during our recording month ago. And you can hear it. Fun hey, guys. Fact. Fun fact. If you listen to one of our episodes, you can hear Brian peeing into a bottle. If you, I think if you DM one of us and you tell us uh, what yeah. episode it is and you're right, we will send you a free horror yeah, movie. We'll yeah, we'll send you a shirt. Yeah. Yes. The episode in the time Stamp, we'll get it yeah, to you. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. It is a split second. I mute it. It's so not. I split. It is 20. It's no, like 10 to 20 no, seconds it's of a pissing. Second. It's a do, so do you wear like a diaper now during recordings? Or no, how do you have you you to learn how to be a fucking adult man. Is what and here's do. the other thing. Side note, on this particular recording, we recorded three things that day. And after every recording, he had to go and make a sissy. But, he, make a sissy. but it only took 30 minutes. So he had to be three times in an hour and a half. <laughs> I have such a tiny bladder, guys. 
And I was you know what they say about guys with big shoes? Tiny, tiny bladders. bladders. <laughs> yeah, no, it was bad. But yes, I did. I did pee. I peed. All right. <laughs> well, guys, yeah, thanks for thanks for having me, y'all. What Don't is your guys? Us. So, so Marissa. Yeah. What double feature would you do with this movie? I think I have a good one. Okay. And I go prom night because Jamie mm. Lee and Nocturna dancing off for like in prom night. There's like a thirty minute long. That is so dancing. Yeah. That is a really yep. good double feature. Totally beyond what I would have expected. Yeah. Because Thanks, would you, so would you start with Nocturna and then end with with Prom Night? Or oh, absolutely. Because do... Prom Night's the the better of the but two. But the thing is that the Prom Night's great until that twenty minute chase scene. That's true. I don't really watch Prom Night anymore because it's like it's great. Because Mary Lou when... is a better Prom Night movie, dude. Hello, Mary Lou is one of the top twenty best horror movies ever. It's definitely like top five best sequels to a horror movie. Wow. Sure. I, mm, we might need to do a bonus episode we've about done, top five oh. sequels. I was going to say, we've done Hello, Mary Lou. I know, but I want to talk about it again. I could talk about it once every six months and still not be upset because that movie is the shit. Yeah. What are the rules to that, hypothetically? It has to be number two? It has to be the second it movie in a, second in a, movie in a yeah, franchise. Yeah. or it, does, it could be a franchise or it could be a general sequel. So it, it could ha- be like, be it could be Freddy's uh, Freddy's Revenge, like that's in a Which sequel. It the be. second, <laughs> uh, or it could be um, what's a movie that only had two? What's a horror movie that only had two? Uh, I know that there was maybe three, but it could be like like a Urban Legend. I think there was yeah, when a Stranger Legend, Calls Back. Yeah, or when, when a Stranger, stranger calls, calls Back. back. That would be a great that would be a great bonus episode where we just kind of shoot the shit about great second movies. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll put that on, on the calendar. You guys are gonna crucify me for. The plague? Pumpkinhead to oh, Bloodwings. Blood say it now so that you can get it out of your system and not say it again. I will say it on that episode if it ever happens. That I would be that would be like you your no that would be the equivalent of the confidence in which you pulled House of a Thousand Corpses from the Halloween movie marathon draft when yeah. no one else was going for it. I know. And <laughs> but I was wasn't like, that because he didn't realize the way that we were doing the draft? Yeah. No, no, no. I just got... No, he just you, really thought that we were all going to gun for that over no, trick or treat. I knew they were going for <laughs> trick or treat. It was a... No, you didn't. That's right. That's why you did how this House of a Thousand Corpses and I was like, well, you're not doing a uh, trick or treat for number one. I'm going to do it for number yeah. two. And you're like, oh, you guys are so mean. Let me mean. tell you something. If you guys got your doctorate in college... You would understand what a whoopsie daisy is. And I did a whoopsie daisy. And I said the wrong movie. Mm -hmm. It's sure. It is, I will say that it is my favorite moment in all the time that you've been on the show. Bullshit. No, no, no. Because not, he goes, well, I might as well get this before anyone else gets it. (laughs) House of a Thousand Corpses. And then there's silence, and Brian Berger just goes, what? (laughs) (laughs) The you least know, fun I had on this show was that in trivia. <laughs> Truly, we got to do another like, trivia. We got to do another trivia because you're so upset about. It. But the thing is, is like, I don't understand how that's Brian's worst moment. I just think it's so, it's the burger what that makes it my favorite moment. Not anything with Brian specifically, but it's that silence with the absolute genuine like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> like, all right, who Josh to go? loves Rob Zombie, I, so I am excited to talk to him yeah. about it eventually this weekend. All right, so who wants to do the next? I'll go next. All right, uh, Blackula. I think Not that because that would be a fun night, but rather because I feel like they're stylistically similar. I've never seen Blackula, so this is one of those times where I'm picking two movies I've never seen 
at the movie store in 1999, because I worked at a video store in 1999. Um, let's just say there are two VH. It's three for uh, three for three dollars for three days, a dollar a piece for three days for VHS tapes. So it's almost like not even a, a danger to get a bad movie. So I'm picking Blackula, Nocturna, and we're probably gonna go with like a porn. Yeah. No, you no, those don't those aren't part of the three <laughs> for three for three man. No, you gotta pay what more for those. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just thinking Scott in nineteen ninety nine. Dude, I never I, I wasn't gonna be porn, in but actual porn. In nineteen ninety nine I wasn't twenty or I wasn't eighteen, man. Oh, you were working on the video, sorry, I forgot the slide. We <laughs> invited three listeners to come in the hotel room to listen to us record it. And I also like the fact that they did not take us up on that yeah, offer. Yeah, the best part about beyond that, the best part about this whole thing is that Kyle was asleep for the entire thing. I saw him. He was, he was out, out cold. cold. I gave him whiskey and he fell asleep at 8.15 p.m. And penetration was his and then, alarm. And then <laughs> we started talking about porn. He's like, what? What are we talking about? Anyway, so my double feature suggestion. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I would go with The Apple. Uh, okay. A disco musical Isn't, that I love. Have you picked this before? I love this fucking No, you disco don't. I you love don't it. love the Apple. You love the concept of the Apple, and you want to show it to people so that you can be like, oh, somebody else thinks this movie isn't complete shit. Like the people that went to see it in the movie theater and then threw their vinyl on the floor and broke them that they got for free. Can no, we can They we use... threw them at the screen and the... Canon films had to pay for the repair. Okay, that's of the even screen. better. Sorry. <laughs> Thank sure. you very much. Sure. Pride. So, my double feature. <laughs> I'm sorry we're going back to porn, but. Yay! Let me explain. I'm eight years old. I have mental. That was your first porn experience? Fuck. Let he me, might just be painting finish. a fictional picture here. Okay, okay, okay. I have a mental boner, not a physical one yet. Like my mind is ooh, yeah you you you're, yeah, yeah yeah I got it I'm I interested it. in sex so I want to rent two pornos and I get shafted on both of them one is Nocturna and the <laughs> other is Flesh Gordon movies I buy Flesh Gordon sex yeah. Flash or Flesh Flesh it was the porn with no an comedy. E yes so I've never seen it have you you've seen it I yeah yeah Flesh you, Gordon Matt, you the, see, Marissa yeah. no never seen it so they they it was a porno. Uh, it was a porno, but it was widely released with all the sex scenes cut out of it. What the so fuck? It, what's so? What's left? Uh, him fighting like claymation penis monsters. Yes, that's what. That's, Actually, that you're selling me. Selling me the PG thirteen version. Tell me more. <laughs> so yeah, so that's eight years old me. Wait, so you and, saw the PG thirteen with the yeah without the sex that, scenes? I, saw, I, I see the no nudity nocturne. So you saw a bunch of dicks and no nudity. Claymation dicks. Flesh Gordon. Yeah. And a short 20 years later, I see my first boobs. And that is <laughs> Thanks, my double Jade. feature. <laughs> you fixed Brian. That was Nocturna from 1979. Is selected by someone. Luke, Luke. I guess. Maybe. Uh, thank you for your suggestion. This took a interesting turn. I'm not sure how much of it will make it in the final episode, but we'll find no, out. It should be a good time. Man. It'll be a good time either way. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode recorded at Monster Mania, joined by some of our other podcasting friends that are here at Mania, and it's going to be a campy good time, I can tell you that. So, come and check us out at hmnpodcast.com, all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc., hmnpodcast, or visit our Patreon page, patreon.com, backslash hmnpodcast. Uh, That's it.
Cool. See you guys next week. Bye. Ninety-one Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers? Listen to Ninety-One Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.